Okay, round two is here with us as we do the Chutney Challenge on Calling the Audible with PZ, Eagle, and I. Yeah. We actually had a pre-Chutney Challenge. Yeah. Terry Tam took his try on Hot Sauce Sports. So for those who have not yet seen, watched, listened to, subscribed, and or liked, you've been listening right? to Hot Sauce Sports. You're listening to Hot Sauce Sports. Yeah, that's right. All right, as we uh, wrap up week seven of the FPL. Is it week seven, Eagle? This is week seven that we just we finished. Yes. Okay, FPF Cup. I lost track, actually. Um, and uh, we will now move towards week eight in the final two weeks of the regular season uh, or the, I guess, what do you call this round here, Eagle? The prelim round? Right now we are in the qualification the qualification round. round. That's right, of the FPF Cup. And we'll actually remind you guys the dates for the knockout round stages in October. Uh, where they'll be played in um, the whole nine. And then, of course, hopefully we'll have that wrapped up and then move into the conclusion of the 2020 winter season. The knockout round, so to call it. Round. Yeah, exactly. Round. How most people pronounce that word. You know why? It's because I have a quarter second delay on any word that I say in the board. So because of that, I feel like I'm finished the sentence in my mind, but I'm not. So I end up going at the end of every word. Check the world clock. So you attack the hole before the hole opens up in a run play then? Sure. Yeah. So what Eagle's known for. Yeah, you don't time yourself properly. Yeah. I don't know. Usually I'm pretty good at timing tapping holes. Which hole are you talking about? Yes. The pie? Or are you talking about like a hole in the wall? I just asked your sister. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. The lovely Minicon. Of course. All right. Uh, so we, what do you guys want to do? You guys want to do the uh, chutney challenge first? and then Well, I haven't eaten dinner, so let's annoy Rob by eating on air. All right, perfect. Let's do that now. I got to film this, by the way. So we're going to do like a film on film here. So the, I, I had great broadcasting on, on uh, Hot Sauce Sports. I had to teach Terry how to podcast in the middle of the show. I hope it's not the same here, Mo. I hope you know that you need to speak while I'm eating. Yeah, it's I know. On. Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. good. See, broadcast professional right here, Eagle. That's why. Ooh. Okay. It's different. So, so, my, uh, so, so, so for, for the audience, the last time around when we made this, you used a different type of pepper. Like, what makes these ones different? So, first uh, off, samosas. Yeah, samosas one. here. Uh, and then two, hold, hold on. the Let's chutney. On the camera here, if we can get this on the camera. There awesome. you go. Excited. That's my mom's homemade samosas. Oh, here we go. Mom's homemade samosas. Um, so we're going to uh, pass the samosas around here to Eagle and Peasy as they uh, are zooming in on that. And let me get my video ready to go here as we are live. Oh, we're not live, but we are kind of live. We're right? We are live. live. We're literally live. So we're live <laughs> yeah. doing this. We're live streaming. And we, uh, As we ha- always have. So should I have? No, no, we're going to do a double dip here. So you're going to take one piece there and one piece there with that, all right? So, and then here's PZ getting ready. Uh, Very excited. And starving. So Okay, fun. so here we go. This one over here looks way more intense than the last Yeah, one. here we go. That's Eagle. You want to go right away? Go ahead, Eagle. Eagle is diving in there like uh, Eagle that he is. Look. All right, you want to finish off this one over Spicier here? Spicier than the last one. Still not. Ooh, that's another cake. Yeah. My shouldn't last, but still good. All right, Pizza. Here we go. All right, let's get it. Let's get it. Here we go. Pizza now diving in there like a. Here we go. Dolphin fan that he is. And there we go. Mm, again, oh, Mo. Boy. These are these are Brilliant. delicious. They're very tasty, but these aren't unbearable spice. Like I've had like green curry, like Thai green curry food, and that's deadly. Like I can't have it. These are spicy but tasty. But they're the perfect mix, right? Yeah, because exactly. you don't want it so spicy no. this is that it doesn't edible. taste like anything, right? No. This is really, it's nice. I like it. All, All right. right. Perfect. 
So, Mo, do we finally address the whole thing of what being like the, the East End boys that can't take spice now and everything? Oh, you guys still can't take spice. Are, are you guys going to finish this off here? Are you guys see yeah. for the wives? What's going on here? I, I got a message I mean, from the wife we last week. Got the show. For, well, no, because I'm having dinner now, so they're all mine. All right, so you want one more here, Eagles? And I get the rest I'll of it. I'll run a little bit later, yeah. All right. all right, cool. So we'll have the one a little bit later on. Peace, you want one now? You want to eat I'll some one more? now. I'm starving. Right, so I you, you, eat. you eat. You eat. I'll eat you talk football. Yeah, peace. Sorry, Eagle and I will... Talk football here. Just uh, don't don't report me to the guy who deals with the media. No, don't worry, don't worry. Okay, so let's uh, talk about the schedule coming up for the last two weeks of the season, Eagle, and then we'll go into the uh, playoff schedule as well for those who are intrigued by what's going to happen here. As uh, PZ is eating the food away, so here we it go. Really is tasty. Well, there you go. So again, for the last two weeks of the season, we have uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, and then in two weeks we go. Tuesday, Wednesday, so there's no Monday games on the 28th of September, and then we wrap it up from there, and then we move on towards the knockout stages as Eagle will pop up the schedule dates uh, as soon as I try to buy him more time. It's because he actually didn't post them on the site. They're only in people's emails or on Facebook, so I got to find it now. All right, so we're going to try to find that out here as Eagle. I mean, uh, I have them. I just I don't have it in a visually appealing way other than my inbox. That's okay. You show your inbox. I don't want to show my inbox though. Okay, so use your, audit- <coughs> use your auditory, um, pleasing way to do it. <laughs> pieces, no, uh, I don't think I will. Pieces almost fumbling towards the goal line over there. I got a, I got a piece of samosa just like in my throat. Man, I'm gonna get a message from your wife saying, "Where's my samosa?" She's not getting any. They're delicious. Oh boy, they're delicious. I am, I am in. I'm gonna be canceled by her mm-hmm. for the next <laughs> PZ barbecue next May. All right, so as we continue so by I time. Actually, I actually don't see the actual email itself or the uh, other That's email perfect. Form. So how about we, we whip up the schedule? So, but Eagle, why don't you just tell us? Yeah, let's okay. go. Let's go so, use your words. It's also an auditory platform. So let's get the calendar from the FPF page up on the main page, right? So we can kind of go through the dates there and then point it towards what you're going to tell us, right? Sure, because they're actually not listed on the I know, I know, right but now. we can tell, we can give you a precise date. Hey, if it's uh, Wednesday, October 4th, for example, right? So Okay, so... We have there's two rounds essentially for the next round. There's the okay. semifinals yeah. and then there's the bowl finals. So to remind everyone, and we'll talk through this for the different tiers. Um, all eight teams in tier one make uh, playoffs. Twelve of the seventeen teams in tier two make playoffs. Twelve of the eighteen teams in tier three make playoffs, and four of the five teams in coed make playoffs. So we'll show you the graphic and everything what it looks like. Everyone will play their semifinal game for your tier on the same day. So for tier one, your semifinals is October 7th. It's the Wednesday. That will be at CND or we're looking indoors now? For tier one, you're looking at uh, Brossard actually on the Wednesday. So is is Kodesh Notre Dame done after September? Because I believe it's done. I do not see any dates anymore. I see Brossard only. So it's Wednesday and Brossard. Uh, One versus four plays 7.30. Two versus three plays 8.30. Nice and simple on that one. And then five versus eight plays at 9.30, and then six versus seven plays at 10.30. So that's your field one at Brossard on the 7th. Uh, For tier two, your semifinals are October 6th, the Tuesday in Brossard. So you have the entire night, either 7.30, 8.00, 8.30, 9.00, or 10.00. All the games are there. And for tier three, you play on Monday, October 5th at Laval. Um, all on field one from 7.15 to 10.15. 
For co-ed... So a standard, a standard night of yeah. the okay. For co-ed, your semis are also on October 5th on the other field, essentially, where you have a 7.30 and 8.30 game. And uh, I missed out. Um, tier 3 also has a 9.30 and 10.30 on field 3. So that's the, that's the whole thing. So the week of the 5th, the 6th, and the 7th are the semifinals for all the tiers. So Tier 3 and co-ed Monday. Tier 2, Tuesday. Tier 1, uh, Wednesday. And we have Laval Monday, Brossard Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes, correct. All right, so. Then all the bowl finals, assuming you win that game, are going to happen on Tuesday the 13th. So not Thanksgiving Monday, luckily. Uh, they will all happen on October 13th, like I said. There will be uh, a 7 o'clock ga- game, a 7.30 game, an 8 o'clock, uh, actually two 8 o'clock, two 9 o'clock, two 10 o'clock, and an 11 o'clock game for all the bowl finals as well as the consolation round 1 and 2 for tier 2 and 3, essentially, for the different groupings of it. So basically, you're playing either 5, 6, or 7, and then you're if you win, you're playing the 13th. All right, and then we wrap up that, and then not to get too far ahead, if we're looking at a time frame for the winter 2020 wrap-up, because I've been asked this question uh, quite a bit now in the last couple of weeks when we would have the conclusion of the 2020 winter season in yeah. fall. Yeah. I don't believe there's been actual dates sent out yet other than just we're looking to resume the week of November 7th. Okay, so which would be what? The 7th and 8th is going to be the resumption of the week 11 games. And then starting November 14th, we start the playoffs and the finals are December 5th. However, well, these days were what days, tentative. What day are those? Is it Saturday, Sunday, November 7th, November 8th? Let's go on the calendar. You just go. You're talking 60 days in advance here. Well, we look. need to know, man. Guys, gotta It's a weekend. So 7th and 8th are a Saturday, Sunday. 14th to 29th is Saturday mm-hmm. to Sunday. Is that Sunday. Masters weekend? No, it's not Masters weekend. It's the following weekend, Masters weekend, because yeah. that's when LSU plays Bama as well. We can't so again, that. those are tentative. They have not been confirmed just yet. They're still figuring it okay. all out and locations, the whole stuff. As we get more information, we'll be giving that out. Fair enough. Okay, perfect then. So like I said, as Eagle mentioned before, the uh, the 5th, 6th, and 7th of October is the key bowl knockout date, semifinals, the whole nine. Then the 13th of October will be the final Tuesday, the Twisted Tuesday finals that we have. And then we wrap up that, and then hopefully we'll get the conclusion of Winter 2020 done in due time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the That's one of the strangest parts of all this is that we will conclude a season and then conclude the previous season shortly thereafter. That's how we roll, bro. All those games are indoors, right, Eagle? Yes. By the time we hit November? Yeah, you know, My I, goodness. I got a lot of complaints. Uh, I won't say who from uh, P's. PMS. I won't say who it was. He goes, man, it's cold. I go, I go, bro, let me ask you a question. In the middle of February, on a Sunday night in Lachine, is it colder in the Dome or colder now? You got a point. I go, I rest my case. It just, it's also the win. It's just unpleasant. I don't find a pleasant play outside. Well, you know what? The win yesterday was, was a factor. Yeah, and yesterday was It was, it was a bit heavy. of a factor. Uh, so let's dive into it, please, because uh, I know our suits are going to be like, my God, they mm. f- were devouring food and talking about dates in December. Let's talk well, about... Well, <laughs> the thing... Honestly, and, and I'm going to say, uh, honestly, Eagle, great job summarizing it all because uh, it's a lot of information and it's boring. And we always give you the task of delivering the information nobody wants to hear. Uh, but also, for those who didn't really follow along, um, we're going to constantly be asking Eagle when we're discussing scenarios, yeah. Eagle, you know, what is it for this 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 tier again? And we'll we'll constantly be recapping that as we go. So you'll get the information as it goes. And you're, um, like I said, captains already have it. I'm sure it's somewhere. I just got to make sure we it ends up on the website. Absolutely. Fair enough. Okay, so let's so recap the week that was. Uh, Pease, uh, I know 
you're not physically there to see games and what caught your attention yeah, from other than uh, like normally it's what did you see it's now it's what did you see on the site that what caught your you attention hear or see yeah. um i saw um honey martin really taking it to toon squad and alexis dubois came on the show before this round started and talked up toon squad and how they were going to surprise everyone and in that time and since then they haven't scored more than twice in a game and they've allowed a total of is it yeah 72 points in two games. Yeah, but they hit rock bottom. I mean, it's, it's what it is, right? This is a young high school team practically playing against men who have kids who've been playing FPF for five to ten years. I mean, men who have kids, that's not a selling point for athleticism. Usually the opposite thing happens. More. Right, Usually you it, become less of an athlete as time goes it's on. It's like putting the tune squad on the Audubon. It's just it's, it, FPF Junior is a different game from FPF. There's a lot more physicality, even in the lowest divisions. There was a time where like the lowest divisions in FPF back in when Division 5, for example, was the lowest division and Division D was the lowest division in spring where you didn't see as much physicality in lower divisions but now it's, it's, it attracts guys who play, you know, uh, contact football and have played for, for their entire lives even in divisions as low as Division 5, 6, Tier 3, and so on and so forth. So for them to come into Tier 2 and expect immediate success in what is ostensibly a different game, I think was far-reaching. Yeah, and like Honey Martin is definitely one of the best teams. We'll, we'll talk about them a bit yeah. later on and what they are. But I think for Toon Squad, and we said it last week and, and weeks prior, this is all a learning experience for them to gain the, I guess, the tough love for them to get better. And I like, I would assume this is a team that will probably be here for a few years. Yeah. And look, I know what their intentions are for winter season. If, and when that comes, if they're going to play in the, in the winter season or not, but you would imagine that they would be better prepared uh, to perhaps get a few more wins in 21 than they would now. But I think for Honey Martin, for what they did, I know they called the game with five plays here, but it was no competition. I watched from afar and they pretty much had this game in control. And our boy Nimrod was Excellent on both sides of the football on Monday night. He is. He's a, he's, a, he's a very good player. He's a reliable player. He's not necessarily the, the, the team's go-to guy, but he's a guy who's always going to have valuable contributions. Oh, he does. I, I agree with you on that for sure. What do you else? see, Mom? Uh, you know what? Um, let's we got to go one Yeah, we'll go back, back and, and forth. forth. That's the we're, thing. We're gonna go because then I get to do the research I, I just wanna as make, you do the I just want to put you in that uncomfortable position. I'm, like, hey, uh, Peace, what else do you see? T- tip, well, tip one? Tier one? I've been in an uncomfortable position in a couple of positions in, in tight spaces with with many many people. Sometimes clothes are there, sometimes clothes are not on. Yeah, but there's uh, you can't for get that. me to be uncomfortable. Oh, Even boy. if you were to get undressed, I would be extremely comfortable. You can buy creams for that. That's true. That's yeah, true. Very well done. All right, um, a game that Thank I you, Eagle. saw. Actually, Eagle, if you can order same as last time, I appreciate it. It's already in the mail. Thank you. Prime that. Uh, a game that I saw uh, was uh, consequence against uh, Brave Noir on Monday night at Laval. Um, a fun game. It was back and forth. Uh, Dan Lazare, our boy Danny Totap, really tacos. Well. He didn't. He's like the name Tacos. I actually asked I him what name do you, was he prefer, and he said Tacos. No, uh, he said Totap, man. It's Mo, it's why are you putting words in people's mouth for? It's true. Oh anyway, it's bad uh, reporting. I, I think Brav Noir kind of hit uh, an apex of who their quarterback will be in this uh, in this whole process. Whereas Danny Totap was just slicing and dicing. I don't know who that is. I, is he Tacos? Totap was literally Tacos. throwing dimes, dimes, and you saw some nice catches by AJ Gomes uh, in the game. Uh, Augustin had a really nice catch, fingertip into the end zone on a forty bomb, 
And this is a big one for consequence because mm-hmm. now they put themselves in a, in a better position in the fourth uh, seed uh, to cement that status because, of course, you, you talk about Brad Noir breathing down the necks for the fourth spot. But this was a huge one. I think this gives them the confidence boost to say, like, we can compete with the best of them. And they were without Paul up here in this game and yeah. had Sam Mastub in the lineup, actually. So when I see this kind of game, Mo, and, and correct me if, if you don't see it the same way, but I feel as though this is the best kind of game. Sort of like, you know, when like in fantasy football, you talk game script. Yeah. This is the best kind of game script for uh, Dan Lazara. Tacos deals well when he's able to cut the field up and work methodically and just sort of catch a rhythm. When he's trying to trade blow for blow and when he's playing on an edge, when he's playing angry, I don't feel that that's the best on Lazara. This is the kind of game where just everything seems to work, everything clicks, and that's where like the, the, he has one of the most beautiful games in FPF, and this is an example of that. Well, look, I know we've always spoke fun at ToeTap in years past, right? Tacos. Uh, but he... He looks well. I think he's lost weight. He looks in in slim condition, mm-hmm. but I think that's enabled him to be by himself, time the pocket, uh, uses legs to run. Well, because when he was when he was a tackle quarterback, he was a mobile quarterback. We didn't ever really see that in flag. No, but he's 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 sort of taken a, uh, an aspect of that and brought yeah. that to his game this season. And look, let's call it for what it is. Consequence besides AJ and Dan, um, that's not a. Div one, Div two team. Isaiah Lard would like a word. Oh, I forgot about Isaiah. Paul Pierre part. would like Isaiah a word. Lard, Paul Pierre. But the reality Kimberova is, Barova would like a word. Uh, but like the reality is, I've seen better teams that Dan has had. Dan Mesh too would like a word. Yeah, but he's he was a seven in though. Subbing for Paul Pierre. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. But I'm saying, but that, he's, didn't he play with monsters? He did. Yeah, but I'm not talking about Sam Ashub. I'm talking about this team because okay. Sam Ashub's a sub. He's not a. He's okay, not okay a you're guy. saying that they play sort of a D one guy for D one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. But my point is that. I've seen better teams mm-hmm. that Lazarus had. Right? Well, there was that talent. one team he had in the, the spring that was just straight nonsense. That's what yeah. Marco Matthew show with QB. Was it? No, because I'm saying Dan shouldn't be QB for a team that was better. Get it? <laughs> I'm confused. But the, the point too much time travel in that one. The point I'm trying to you know, convey is that this is a, a lesser talented team of skill sets, but yet he has this team playing at a, at a higher level. And who knows? If they get a right matchup in the Final Four, if they get into the Money Bowl game... I wouldn't want to face them because I think Dan Lazar has a chip on his shoulder and Danny Totap wants to toe-tap his way towards uh, a Fall Cup title to his belt. Huh? Okay. Huh? What game caught your attention there, Beasler? Um, so I, I just want to say there's one related story to Consequence, Mo. Yes, go for and it. And it's a, it's a player of uh, on this team who's disappointed in their namesake. Who's that? Alessandro Barazzoni is not happy with you, Mokan. He sent me a message oh, making fun yes. of your chutney and saying that his hot sauce would tear your face to shreds. I believe it, honestly. I I'm, really a- I'm adding words, but I'm not, not a lot words of them. Because Barrett Bar- told me on Monday he that told he, me li- he would garbage. like to partake. He liked to partake. Absolutely, he did say that too. But I, he said, he said, he sent I, me. I know what he said because he told me. He sent me. me a picture of, of of his fleet of hot sauce, and he said this will rip Mo's face off. So, so Mo, on a no, scale of one to ten, because there is a Richter scale, but we're not going to do that. Um, false kings. How spicy do you think <laughs> your really? spice is here? Did you say Baritoni's hot sauce is false kings? He's a false king. All right, all right, we have it. We have a challenge. False kings, Baritoni. So, one to ten, this is a what? I haven't tried it yet, so I don't eat samosas though. Okay, so when your mom normally makes it, is it one to ten? Where is it? In terms um, of spice. 
I'd say probably seven and a half. Okay. And seven. what's your spice tolerance? Can you get to it like the nine ten range or I can get to the nine ten range, but I'm going to the washroom for like a good hour. Yeah, but you also have like the weakest like stomach. That is true. No. Can't even really. eat hot dogs. How's Whoa, your hold on, hold on. How's your how's your dairy uh, consumption? I don't drink dairy. Anymore. How's your red meat consumption? I don't eat red meat. Anymore. I know that's that's what that's literally the point diet, of it. Though, man. That's how's your banana consumption? My what? Your bananas. Oh, you like bananas, man. Prunes. Oh. Prunes, no. Apples, yes. Bananas, uh, yes. Cantaloupes, yes. Watermelon, yes. Flaxseed, yes. Chia seed, yes. Um, Yo, yeah. the, the hipsters called. They'd like their diet back. Hey, that's how we roll, baby. Do you have any bran? Like raisin bran? I have or organic oatmeal. Organic. That's, so yeah. there's no pesticides? No. no. Put like Which, almond milk in it? Like, yeah, almond milk. I'm sorry, almond yeah. juice? Uh, almond milk, no almond juice. No juices. I don't drink juice. No, no but almond juice. Almond no. milk is almond juice. It's not milk, right? No. There's no tits in an almond. You press almonds, sure. yeah. Non-sugar, non unsweetened almond milk. Juice. You know. And no samosas. No, I know. Uh, my mom gets upset. She's like, hey, you, you broke my heart. I go, oh, I know. That's okay, Mama Khan. We love you. I know. It love, uh, all the love's here, Mama Khan. So. Uh, what game caught your attention here as we wasted more time? <laughs> as Rob's going to kick our ass. Um, we get someone here. He's eagle. You want one here? Yeah, I'll take one more. Go for it. So I had it in front of me, and then it disappeared. So Mo, if you can talk about a game, I literally had it right in front of me. Yeah, no worries. I can talk about. Can it we game. talk tier two pepperoni boys after stars? Yeah, That's I was going to exactly talk about that. Yeah, I I saw Joe Cano afterwards, and disappointed because they had him on the ropes, and uh, lost by score again. And like, if they do meet up in the playoffs in the final four Money Bowl, I would love to see this because this is this was fantastic football. Great poetry by the two teams here. Uh, they match up well. And the thing is I find ironic is that the style of quarterback can play where Joe is more of the Al Davis, let's throw it 45 yards for a touchdown, whereas Andrew Langbert's more of the methodical, let's just work the clock and find the holes and just hit those seams with ease. And I want to see a rematch of these two teams go at it again if they do meet up in the Money Bowl game, if the Pep Boys qualify. So Joe Cano completed eight passes. That's going to be an issue you're not going to have a lot of success against a team that's talented only completing eight passes we did see on instagram dondre borden uh intercepting him and i couldn't see from the angle if it was a pick six or just a long interception uh but huge interception um and that's the thing is like you know yes two of his uh eight passes that were completed were touchdowns but also two of his 21 attempted passes were intercepted. That's, what's what's the stats? Game. Uh, his game by game stats here, Joe Cano. I know he he's not been happy with his play this year. That I know. I remember he was very frustrated from a game earlier this season at uh, CND, and they played all the games I believe at CND. They haven't had any other games anywhere else. His first two games have been good, and then after that is yeah. Kind he, of he hasn't off, hit, right? he hasn't even hit 130 yards. You know, and he's throwing uh, pretty much seven ints in the last four games. And his pass completion, guys, has not been anything above fifty-one, which is which is shocking because it's not a, shocking considering his style of play. But he's like, had, he's not a guy who's gonna who's gonna have the eye popping like 70 percent. No, he, he's not that. But you would figure he'd be better. I mean, he's what year three in year three in terms of the calendar year as a quarterback mm-hmm. full time. Um, well, it's the thing is, is that it's he's become the best version of what he's always done. I still think his game needs to evolve, and and I don't know if he doesn't. He just doesn't want to play that way or if he doesn't feel he can. Uh, but he has the weapons to be able to march the field like Andrew Langford does. So it, like you're right in, in terms of the, the, uh, the construction of the rosters. Both teams uh, are well-built. Yeah. I think Jacob Boyman is criminally underused. I've been saying that for 
two calendar years now uh, in, in the case for, for half a stars. But um, the team the team is well built and can and can handle different types of attacks from all, all over the field. I don't know why they insist on playing low percentage football. Yeah, you know, and like for the Pep Boys, they have some really good weapons for, for Joe. But you're right, Pete. I, I agree with you. I think maybe he has to diversify his play calling, maybe work on the shorter game, just kind of set it up for the deep ball. Because he loves the deep ball. It's like it's like a turnoff for him. It's like it's snorting, you know, f- deep balls at his highest level here. And mm. I don't know, like I would love to see a rematch of these two teams because I think it might be different. But perhaps playing outdoors has altered his throws. I don't know. Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. I just I think half a stars is just like if they're the two best teams, then half a stars is a tier to themselves and and um Pepperoni Boys is where you see the next tier begin. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Tier 1. Uh, two games left for a consequence for the season. They're in the four-hole right now. Can they hold, hold out Brave Noir for the last money shot spot? Eagle, can you bring up who they play? Or you can't? I'll bring it up. I can do that, yes. Just or just, yeah, it. if you can just verbally tell us. So who are we talking that. about? Consequence? Uh, consequence, consequence, yes. They're, and remember, Brave Noir will have to complete their game against Brave uh, which I believe is next week. Yes, so that will change correct. it up a little bit here for the win-loss column as well. So Consequence is home against BYOB and Urgence Medzik. Okay, I, I think they'll take... I think they, they can take both. I think they can take both. The, neither game at this point... Look, there's no easy games at this point in the schedule, right? No. So um, they played Urgence Medzik recently, did they not, Eagle? Uh, yes, they, they they had they had a actually, they played BYOB earlier and now yeah they played BYOB. This is the first time they're going to play Arizona Smith. Yeah, so they beat BYOB by four points, thirty-seven, thirty-three in week five. And BYOB is now out of the out of the run for the Money Bowl game as well. Uh, I believe yes, that's true. Yeah. So I think that uh, consequence. Most teams I look at, I look at sort of the way that you look at baseball. Baseball pitchers. Uh, it's always weird to say like. Oh, this this guy's on hot streak, or this team's on hot streak because you have different pitchers every night, right? Like, so teams don't really get hot the same way they do in other sports. And flags kind of like that because some weeks you're missing players, some weeks other teams are missing yeah. players. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, unknown circumstances that don't go into professional sports, right? Right. So, given all of that information, I think consequence is just one of those teams, and and specifically Dan Lazar is one of those guys who absolutely is co- comfortable getting on a roll. And needs to do that because when you see a, a score like earlier in the season where it was like the two teams combined for four score for four scores and stuff, yeah. how does Dan Lazaro not put up four scores right by himself? And it's it's that specific thing. And it's when they get to that point where they play that beautiful football that they're capable of. That's when you see them start to roll. And I think they reach that point in the season. It kind of reminds me of D boys back in the demo where it took them like three weeks to f- to remember. Oh yeah, flag football. Uh, Oh, just thing. turn it on, get some wins. You know, exactly. And the finals, the finals. Once they hit a stride where, oh, yeah, this is this is the timing and this is how everything works out and this is how everyone's going to fit in on the team. And especially, I think, because of the turnover on the rosters uh, that they've had, I think that that's, that sort of leads to that. I think with Urgen, uh, sorry, with uh, Brave Noir, um, unless they get this quarterback thing figured out, I can't see them catching consequence. And, of course, um, I believe Eagle... 
to refresh my memory, was it Brave Vert who were up over Brave Noir? Or That's was it right. Yeah. So Noir is driving for the tie. They're down by eight points. Okay. So exactly. It's one play left. So these so. stats actually here, even though you're going to see Brave Vert have six played, notice they're five and two, and Noir have five played with their three and three. So this yeah. is assuming the results of the game, but there is a possibility that that ends up being uh, four, two, and one, and three, three, and one. And if you if you just clarify one more question for me here, Eagle, uh, Consequence beat Brave Noir, but did they play earlier? Is there any tiebreakers of a head-to-head? competition with those two teams or is it uh, one game we do have tiebreaker scenarios so uh brave noir it's consequent to be brave noir just a one game right? okay so, so they, they have that tiebreaker tie okay it. so they have the hammer right now to perhaps control the destiny in the playoffs there's just my dick peas there are four one and one uh they're only a point away from kgp and brave for one or two in the they have season. brave noir and then consequence to end up the season or just my dick right yes so could they sneak in at least number two, maybe even get into that one spot and be the overall leader in the playoff bowl game? Um, so nobody, like, I, you know, I said, like, there's no easy roads at this point. Yeah. Um, there's been no, there can be no harder path at this point than playing consequence of seems to have found their offense and uh, Braves Noir to end off the season. Oh, sorry, Braves Noir and then the consequence who, uh, by that point, we, we assume we're going to be uh, fully rolling. Um the thing is, Justice Bree has played fantastically, right? Like he's yeah. he's just played really smart, uh, quarterback rating over a hundred. Um, he's just been uh, the Justice Bree we've we've wanted to see and and have seen in, in you know the the best versions of him. He distributes the ball well. Uh, you know you have three receivers with double digit catches. You have uh, two guys that are right about there as well. The touchdowns are just split across the board. He's a guy who looks for advantages. Um, and I think that on bo- in both cases, Brevnor and Consequence, they aren't overwhelming rosters where he won't have matchups at any point. Right? He's going to have certain plays where he can attack in each game. Right. And um, there's an opportunity absolutely for them to jump up. It's not going to be particularly easy. Uh, what, uh, okay, so quickly here, Pease. Who, at what expense, who will be jumping, dropping down for Medic to jump into the top two spots? It's not going to be Braver. And so K- KGP. If it's anyone, it'll be KGP. But the thing is with KGP. They have sweat and beers this week. They have sweat and beers. So I don't see that happening. So I don't think we're going to see any movement in the top two teams. Uh, and it's now on consequence to stay above Brasmoir and Erzan Smidzik to hold on to the spot. But I think in general, I think we have. We have our four top-ranked teams from the money when the money pool. Um, the question is going to finish where now at this point. I don't even think it's that. I get. I think we might have a three or four swap, and that's it. Um, but the thing is, like, if you look at the top four teams, does anything surprise you? No, no. I mean, KGP kind of just because they're at second, but we could have seen consequence at second preseason, yeah. and 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 KGP at four, right? So like. The four teams that made it to that round are the best four teams in division, right? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. So we'll find out, you know, one more one more week or two more weeks left for those who have one game left, two weeks, two games left here to find out. And of course, we'll do the wrap up of Brav versus Brav uh, next week uh, when they meet up to complete that game. All right, so tier two, uh, look at that standings up here for tier two. Uh, the Outlaws, Easy W, the Santos, should they be uncomfortable, PZ? Given how many teams are trailing them for the spots two through four for the Money Bowl games below them, um, yeah, 
they should feel uncomfortable. Now, keep in mind, there's only one game left for most of those people. Pepperoni Boys have two games, have though, because they have LGC and Tough Lungs, which are the rescheduled games. So that's why they have six games left. Yeah, Pepperoni Boys, uh, they're the ones who seem to, to be the ones that can make the, the jump. They play Warriors and Tough Lungs. I think both are good matchups for Pepperoni Boys. Although Warriors, they've surprised us. Like In games where we think they're going to look really good, they don't. And, and games where we think they're going to get just smacked, they win the game. So yep. you, n- you never know in a sense. But um, I actually think uh, Pepperoni Boys are going to bounce back from half, from that loss to half a star. That's, that's really the thing that was going to shake them. But they've, they've, they've lost two straight, and they beat part of my swag by a single point. So right. they they haven't they haven't uh, they haven't performed in the way that we have expected them to um, from weeks four on. So we'll put half stars in the one seat. I think that's theirs to lose at this point. Yeah. So out of outlaws, easy W. It's possible they do lose though, right? I, I mean, it, it's unlikely, no. but it's still possible. Who do they have the next two games? Uh, they have LGC in the last week, and next week they have Tough Lungs. Okay. I mean, I mean it'll be tricky games, but they'll they'll get through. So they, they they play against uh two teams that have guys with you know a d- decent amount of speed but but half a stars are just good across the board they have everything they have size they have speed they have quarterback play they have they have a, a good system they have a good defense they have good offense there's there's really not they have tiebreakers against half a stars uh, against ECW rather and it was well there's six no they have tiebreakers against everyone no no but rather like if they end up with a two way tie they've beaten ECW already yeah like they the teams was though they haven't yeah. played outlaws well but the two the two teams that they face aren't teams for which they require a tiebreaker right so if they like even if they lose the next two which are, is highly unlikely they're likely like outlaws have allowed a ton of points and um. You know they have the head-to-head with EZW, so I mean that's that's pretty much said. And like it's 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 what we expected. Is half a stars is the, is the top top class team in the division. They're good, so they're winning team, money. Do you think will be out at spots two, three, and four? Who's most likely to drop out of the Money Bowl game? Um, who has the head the head-to-head with uh, EZW and and uh, well, Centaurs have the tie. ECW has some tough losses. They lost by a few points to half a stars, uh, and they lost another one, a head scratcher they had, I believe, two weeks ago. I remember talking to Jeremy White about that They one. dropped to – they beat the Warriors this week. They lost the Outlaws by four. They lost yeah. the half a stars by three. They beat Voodoo by four. They uh, – yeah, and all the other games have been pretty decisive wins. So, yeah, the thing is, like, um, ECW faces Mangoose, which is actually – that's a fun game. The battles. Of I friends. actually wish I could be at that game. That's that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun. That's the same. They're all clones of each other, right? In the, that they're game. all boys, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like I used to say, Jagerbomb looked like they were just all made in a clone of athletes. Like these two teams are from that factory, right? Like they're of course they're the same kind of same kind of situation. Um, and then so one of those two will sort of either jump up or go down, and then we have. Uh, who was the other one? Lissantar. Lissantar again. The tie. The tie actually makes it kind of interesting for them because it absolves them from tiebreakers. Exactly. It it, it kind of puts them to, like they have a chance to if they win they play part of my swag again a tough game, uh, but if they win, uh, they can see themselves sort of catapulted. But I think what we're gonna see is uh, Mangus move up and Centaurs drop. Unfortunately. All right. So look at Goldcock. Oh, sorry, not Mangus. Uh, pepperoni boys move up. Right. So Goldcock. Tough lungs. They will have three games left. Mm-hmm. 
So there's the give and take here. Three games left. They can make the run, but they have to win three in a row. Can they make the run and get themselves into the top four? Well, they, they also face each other, right? Yeah. So it can only be one of the two teams. So which let's start with which of the two teams more do you think could make that jump given that Tough they're going to face each other? Tough bucks. I'm on the other side of that. I think I'm going with the Wrangler. I'm I'm going with with uh, um, with Ego Cuck. Um, I know you are. I always do. I, I always know you do. always do. Tough Lungs have a weird schedule coming up, right? Because they have how weird is it? Uh, well, they have a game the on the f- well the 14th gets rescheduled, right? The yeah. one they had against the LGC. Don't they? So they have half a stars this week, and then they have a double header on the 29th between LGC yeah. and then Pepperoni Boys right after, right? So oh boy, they they really have uh, the influence on this whole top four. When you yep. think about it, right? Pepperoni's yeah. life and half stars being the perfect team. Yeah, so and LGC potentially jumping up too, because yeah. I mean, who knows? They can potentially. I just I, I don't see so LGC like they have they have uh, outlaws that are a tough matchup. Um, like I said, we'll, they'll they or tough lungs will cancel themselves out. Right. So let's just say, Lego Cug managed to win the first game. Yeah, which I think they're under. We would all agree they're under dogs, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, we also see them playing tough lungs. Let's call that one even, right? Yeah. We all agree? Yeah. So if they happen to win those two games and they, they then knock out uh, Tough Lungs, um, they then are rewarded by having to face the top team in division half a stars. Right. So Again, because it's the last game of the season. Yeah. Um, so for the like too too many things needs to go right for them. Yeah. Um, and Langbridge can have game film. Yeah, there we go. He's so got no game chance. film of them like eating their breakfast in the morning. For all we yeah. know. Language creepy. He is a little bit OCD on that. Um, okay. Before we get to uh, the Francois Martin IG action shot of ours on the uh, on the FPF page here. Speaking of Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, so I have uh, a comparison to make. The Milwaukee Bucks of the Tier 2. You want to take a guess which team reminds me of the Milwaukee Bucks? Uh, no. Go ahead, though. Eagle, want to take a guess? Are you going to say Warriors? No. 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 Please want to take a guess who I think is the Milwaukee Bucks in this tier two? Uh, Texas Shorthorn. Correct. Yeah. You know why? Because John Buse is the Giannis Antetokounmpo of this team. Okay. He hurt he, and now he's out? No. No, thankfully not. Oh, God, no. He's an unstoppable force, man. He's like the Greek freak out there. Yeah. The West Island freak, man. He's unstoppable. And everyone else is like, like you know, Middleton, all those guys. Lopez. That's how they are. That's how, what they remind me. The Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Are they reliant on him, though? Yeah, look at the numbers. They look, are. Look they at the numbers, are. man. He's the he is the it's, it's a, West it's Island freak. Passes to him or checkdowns to <sighs> I forget, yeah, man. Words are hard. Yes. I just forgot the player's name. And uh, internet's slow again, so that's fine. Um Yeah, Eagle, if you can find out as we're talking. It's a fun team. I love I, I always gonna say like so it's either it's one way it's no matter how you sort of like break it down. Yeah, Franco Chopo Chopo. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> how can I forget that name? Um, the thing is, is that so he gets checkdowns and John Buse gets everything else. Um, I was going to say, whichever way you look at it, that's the exact situation. So you have uh, either you, they're a team led by their uh, super strong quarterback in Colin Sakara. Yeah. They're either led by their ridiculous receiver, who's the one guy in John Buse, right? Yeah. Or the fact that their offense is completely one sided. Like So it's. No matter what you do, it's there's one element of the team that's strong, right? Absolutely. So it's that connection with that one receiver 
that makes them so, so much stronger than everybody else. But defensively, they struggle. In fact, uh, you know what? I'm changing my mind. They might become the Houston Rockets. There you go. Just because, no defense. Just because they score and score and score, but they don't. Although, in uh, fast analytics, the Rockets' defense was actually pretty good this, this playoff. Yeah. But anyway, we won't look at that. Let's just make fun of James Harden. Ha! You sucked even without strippers. Speaking of making fun of, um, let's get this actual shot of uh, our boy Francois Martin from the uh, FPF IG page, please. From the IG page? Yes, please. Okay. I gave you the script like five hours ago, Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even open it. He didn't this. open it, dude. <laughs> I actually didn't open it. He also sent the picture in our group. Yeah, I was busy making the graphics. Look how nice these No, no, but I'm stuff. saying, I'm saying uh, so Mo riveting. sent the picture to our group. Oh, I yeah. didn't see it. This is so riveting. Like, so it's a picture of François Martin where he looks very tall. Want to know why? Because he's very tall. He's very tall. But it doesn't it's, sell it's, without it's the picture. It's a very though. provocative picture, like erotic almost, like yeah. near erotic yeah. over here. To me, I, I, I don't often look at François Martin and don't think he's erotic. No, he's you know, nice put the guy. link in chat. I put the picture in the, in the uh, CTA group, no? No, you didn't. I thought so. I saw it somewhere. Yeah, it's in the CTA group. It might it's not in the CTA group. Or it's in the media group. About, oh, my God. I, I definitely did. Hold on. So, Francois Martin is tall. There's a picture where he looks tall. There's a guy running towards him who's not tall. The two are very close. Can you go they to look the, intimate. Uh, can you go to the IG page at least? And yeah, I'm going to find it. I know which one you're talking about. Uh, it's in the group. I have it up. Go in the group for the CTA uh, thread of ours. Yeah. Just search pictures. And in the shared photos, you'll see it. It's there. Uh, oh, yeah. I do see it now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I want to get that shot and the headshot of Mark andre Deslonier, and what is a better picture? That's what I wanted to talk about right now. Well, nothing is worse than Mark andre Oh, picture. but this is a good picture, though. Yeah, but so I'm saying nothing's worse than that picture. I know. You're just gratuitously going to that picture. <laughs> it makes me angry. It, it makes me kind of happy. It makes me angry. Because I paid for so much booze, Mo, that that picture makes me happy. Look at that picture of Francois Martin. <laughs> I will say... The amount of throws he can make off his back foot is nonsense. He, he looks like Nikola Jokic making that throw. Well, he looks like like Jokic anyway. <laughs> With <laughs> less hair. Less hair, yeah. But is, I, who's that? Is that Miles Keller, a Russian quarterback? Based on the jersey alone, I'd say yes. I think so, right? We'll go with the number. I, I, or else uh, you should return your jersey to Miles Keller. Yeah, if that's the case. So here, here's a headshot of, of Marc-Andre Zlonier and... What's a better, like, they're both funny shots. Yes. Well, they are. I don't understand your point, though. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how to relate it. Take that shot of, of Marc-Andre, please. Why? How do we not have it on file by now? Yeah, I know. This is riveting uh, podcasting, by the way. I know. Like, I, this, it's just... this is why I don't read the script, Mo, because it's garbage. <laughs> yeah, but... I find it to be hilarious and how. I just don't. I, so I, get, I I understand both points. I don't understand. Wait, is that rough in the quarterback though? What is that rough in the quarterback? Uh, if he's hitting the arm, we can't tell from the angle. But he is in the arm though, is he not? I mean, maybe or his arms in front of. Him. Maybe they're like six yards away. Like you can't really tell from the angle. He's like getting swallowed up by his. It, mid-section. it does appear to be that way, and I've heard on good authority that front summer his midsection does swallow. You know what? I've been looking at this picture for so long because of uh, Mad, but have we also noticed that Mo, you uh, you did some uh, some chest that day, didn't you? Look yeah, at that. yeah, I did not. Full pump. Actually, Friday's full chest pump. day. Friday's uh, chest. You were you hundred percent hit some hit some uh, push-ups uh, for yeah. a picture. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah a little pull in that shirt, Mo. I, I heard I heard from the kitchen staff you you dropped down in uh, the middle of the uh, no, of the the uh, garde manger. No, no, no. I, no, I hear no. he has to do a rep in the morning so he gets the names right. It's true. Absolutely. All right, tier three. That's why. That's what I'm into Rob's wedding. Oh yeah, tier three. Oh my god, we almost got screwed up on your wedding too. 
I had to come out and do the order. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, let's get the parents here and there. Let's go. How awesome Luckily, would that Luckily, mine was easier. My parents were the ones who were not Latin American. No, but how awesome so, would that have been if, that, if I bleeped the, that the Twice? Yeah. <laughs> Great. I would have left. Mic drop and left. All right, guys, good night. I only told my wife the story about how you ruined uh, uh, Rob's wedding. Rob ruined his own wedding. At our wedding. <laughs> I didn't tell her in advance. I didn't tell her in advance. All right, tier three. Uh, more beatable team. Is it Mean Girls or Honey Martin right now, PZ? Honey Martin. Um, Honey Martin by a hair. Okay, um, I want to hear your point. I want to hear Eagles' point after. We have the same them. point, though. It's quarterback play, right? Yeah. Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Mean Girls, their their offensive system isn't complicated. It's drags, it's deep balls, and it's uh, slants. So it's easy quote to cover in theory. The problem is they have good receivers and good athletes. Their quarterback puts a ball where you can't defend it, and they make they catch the ball. And then their defense does enough to shut you down because they take away anything deep because they're just. Tall guys, their rushers fast, so you, they force you to have to play a slow game against them, and then they break on every ball, right? So you're gonna get burned eventually. Yeah, it's um, look, it's it's exactly that. It's at this level, if you have a strong quarterback, we knew about uh, Buck Anir coming in, we knew about um, Mark Bellini, but we didn't know Shaden had to Franco. We didn't know no. him as a quarterback, right? No. Um, and as it turns out. Uh, combined with his freakish athleticism, he's also a guy who can be very accurate, who can throw the ball very hard, and he can throw the ball, to Eagle's point, to a place where it's very difficult to defend. So if you don't disrupt routes, and I'm not saying guys should play physical because I'm not advocating for that. Yeah. They're also physical receivers, though. That's the other thing. Well, that's they're, it. they're big guys. and you need, you need to play. They've done more bench than Mo has done. Let's put it that way. And that's a lot based on that picture. But, uh, that's a lot of muscle in that picture. You, uh, yeah, mostly, mostly on Stefano Berardi. But yeah. if, you, um, <laughs> if you're willing to commit mm. To sort of eating slants and drives yeah. and drags, that's the only way you're gonna you're gonna have right, a chance. But what about Bud Nice? Would you include them into the uh, picture of being a one of the best team, if not one of the best teams? Or are they in the second level? They they are. Um, they're within that tier. But if you sort of rank one to four, I think with lockdown being in that group as well, I say they're they're like lockdown's three, they're four basically. Um, Mark Andre is playing very good, although this was. Probably his worst game in a while. Um, but the team itself, Eagle, you faced them recently, but I think the team itself is just really well suited to what he does. The timing is really good. The only thing is he has one or two reads tops in every progression. So if you, yeah. like at one point... His I, footwork is not such that he can pivot and... and no, exactly. He has no footwork. Like, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the red zone, at one point, I anticipated a play, positioned myself on one side of the receiver. He looked at me, called a timeout, and told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the play, and he's like, "Well, I can't run it now, so timeout. Got to change it." God. That's well, hold on. Did you give away the what you guys were about to do? You just you stood inside. No, shade. I'm just. I'm like, I exactly. I was inside shade. I'm like, I'm gonna go outside shade because I feel like he's gonna try and run something on the outside, and it was a tee out that he was gonna try and run, and he just didn't have it. So and he, he and he had no time we, to change it on the line. We actually discussed that play before your game. Yeah, it, exactly, it exactly was that. Yeah. All right, tee so, out corner bubble. Yeah. So when we look at the next wave of teams here, so Speakeasy, Lockdown, Trap Stars, can one of these teams overcome the ever-hot and my ball in 60s for the fourth spot? Because Speakeasy has been playing great football. They were dominant yesterday. Lockdown, oof, they've crashed. This time. week was a miss. The other two weeks were competitive. This week our yeah, offense didn't This was a deflating loss. It was, it was surprising. So it's not surprising me that you lost the Bud Knights. It's surprising me that you lost the Bud Knights in this kind of game. 
We this is the kind of game where you guys points up. Like, but, but that's my point is that yeah. if you were to come to me and said, you know what, they beat us thirty to twenty six. Okay, but if if one of those two teams was winning nineteen thirteen, it was going to be locked on my and mind. And who's the guy that dropped the ball three times? Number Tyler 29? Keating. He had a really bad. Game. He had an awful game. Like the last play, I know it was a it should rush. Should be uh, Tyler seeding on the bench. How about that? Well, you know what? How about that? Last play of the game, a Buccaneer had a. It was a rush throw, but it, it got to him and it went right through his hands. Had he held on, game winning touchdown, they win. And it was like. Oof. Bad game from some bad drops. Ball Two and sixties have trap stars this week. Um, Speakeasy have Goblin Gang and Lockdown have Toon Squad. Uh, trap stars, yeah, I said Ball and sixties. So, so lock, Lockdown can climb up. Um, Speakeasy has a ch- tough match. They, they and Trap Stars also has two games, by the way, to play. Yes, they do. The other game they have is Zone Six Ballers has to win. Right. So, uh, so, so give me no offense, give me, Zone Six, but give me Trap Stars actually. Give me Trap Stars to be the ones to move up. Unless does lockdown have a head to head against trap stars? Uh, no, we do not. So, uh, by the way, ball and sixties. You said play trap stars this week, or is it uh, ball and sixties play trap stars this okay, week? Okay, so yes. that's an elimination game right there for one of those two teams. Uh, trap stars lose, they're done. Uh, ball and sixties lose, they're not in so good shape yeah. going towards that four seed. Then, yeah, I think I think uh, we're gonna see trap stars win that game. I think trap stars have. Found their rhythm. It took them a while to get going. The first couple weeks of the year, they weren't. They were just trying to get a feel for the flag game again. But since they've come into this round of games, they've been much more efficient than before. So they could sneak in there. I think. Look, Trap Stars definitely have a better chance because they have that two games to go with. So they have a little bit more wiggle room to work with. But if they can somehow beat Ball in sixties and put more pressure on the sixties for that last spot, oh boy, look out! It's gonna be a fun finish for that last week, yeah. though. I'm excited for that. I'm more disappointed by this season. Is it Triple P, Raymakers, Gama Gang, Lionhearts, or the replacements? Um. So when you look, Goblin Gang, in my opinion. Um. I was gonna say Triple P or Goblin Gang. All right. So I'll go with you first. Why Triple P? So I'll I'll start with Triple P. Triple P looked to me to be um, a strong roster up and down, and specifically on defense. I just thought they had a lot. Uh, I know Tom, Thomas Gordon, Kevin Donnett. Uh, these guys are just really, really, really strong for this level. Uh, we just didn't know about Mark Farley, right? And he started the season strong, right? We saw him uh, do well against replacements. Uh, we saw him. He was the quarterback against Zone 6 Ballers, too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Um, he was, yeah, he was, uh, he was there as well. So... You know, and, and when you see those first three games, well, when you see 12 touchdowns, two interceptions, yeah. you're like, given the, the surrounding cast that they have, this should be an absolute, absolute stud of a team. And then since then, um, since that Zone 6 Ballers game, in the next four games, he has thrown eight touchdowns. And he has thrown five interceptions. So it's become very regular run of the mill. And then we see also, like, the precipitous drop – of the, the completion percentage. We see right. going below, not only below 50, but down to 37.9%, down to 31%. The only other game he was that bad was his first ever game in FPF where he was 38.1%. So um, I think there's a bit of a regression and he might be getting in his own head just because of he, he's not been in this spot before. So he's he's kind of just getting in his own way. Right. Uh, because, man, in to have this caliber of team in Division three and tier three is nonsense because what, what was Gary McMahon uh, sorry yeah, Kevin Donnett yeah. Spaniolo, Andal Thomas Gordon these are all very 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 good athletes you should be able to do serious damage with them. Eagle what, what was their record in the, in the opening round 
were they not three own one? I believe you're talking about Triple, uh, P? Triple P. Yeah, they were three one. Three one, right? Okay, so they they're they lost set. to us. That was it. Right, and and that's when they kind of turned. Right, that's when they kind of there was that play in that game where they gave up a safety when they were up on you guys, I believe, and then on a flag guard on a flag guard, right? And for whatever reason, that that play really stood in my mind. And since then, they've not really been that great. So, and this isn't the shit on Triple P because they did have some really good games, but they played Bada Bing, Replacements, and Zone 6 Ballers as their first three games, right? Which yeah. is, so, uh, and then they played us as their first actual challenge. Admittedly, we also played Replacements, and we got the win against Zone 6, so fine. But, uh, yeah, then afterwards, they played much tougher competition in terms of Bud Knight, L, and J. Next week is Honey Martin. That's probably going to be another L. And then the Rainmakers game, they tied, right, when Rainmakers finally started to get it together. So. Right. I'm, I, I think it's just that their offense is so reliant on Kevin Donnett to just carry the team. And once you figure that out, but then see, Mark like, why don't, doesn't have a lot more options. But on. why don't they have like a three-headed monster? Because, again, I know Thomas Gordon. They, yeah, Thomas Gordon is excellent. there. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. He's an excellent. You ever see his hands? Yes, I played with him many times. He's got like hands the size of my hands, like times two. Yeah, but he drops a lot. He actually doesn't. No, he's, I know, he's I just like making fun of him. For as a guy who's play, has been his quarterback and he's bailed me out a ton, I'm telling yeah, you, he's he's become a really good player. Like yeah. he, his hands are huge. Okay, so why Eagle? Quickly, do you believe Gang have disappointed this year? So, to their credit, they have Anthony Drysdale playing quarterback for I think the first time in his career. Right, so I can understand a little bit of the struggles and the growing pains and everything. That being said, Ben McMahon's carrying this team in terms of like receptions, touchdowns. Like he has. He had seven touchdowns in the preliminary round. He has five right now. The rest of the team only has three in the qualifying round. And in the preliminary, they had eight, right? So he's yeah. carrying he, literally 50% of the team. I just give him the ball and make him win games. And their, their defense is good enough. They have speed and everything. So instead of having this complicated offense with moving parts and rolling plays, simplify it. Make it easy for Drysdale to just hand the ball off. Run your little slants. Run your, run your hooks. Run your goes. Just air it out at that point and keep it as simple as possible and just drown them out on defense with your speed. Is it, my, is it mean if I say I don't feel bad for them? Because they keep doing this where they, they change sort of... They have their main core and then they rotate guys into play quarterback. Yeah. Just make the best version of your team and move up. They got unless caught. this is unless this is what you want, right? You want to have fun. People want to yeah, play QB yeah. but and if, then, if, and if, change it. If they're a truly competitive team, they would want challenges. True. Then then come on. Move up and, 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 and give us your best shot. Well, they got caught though, PZ. Like they've been doing this whole like, let's go with this guy's quarterback. Let's go with that guy's quarterback. It's, it's, it's gonna catch up to you at some point. It's, right? it's what you call, as you would say, false kings. False kings. There yeah, we go. False kings in that predicament. All right, co ed. So I'm more than convinced now, PZ. Uh, seeing Ying and Yang play the last few weeks or last couple weeks without Gino DeFazio, that they're much better with Justin Weir as a quarterback than Gino DeFazio on that football team. It just feels like they've had the shackles taken off their arms and they're just at liberty to have fun and play football. And yesterday, watching. Okay, but like, get out, get out the narratives. Why, from a football perspective, are they better? With Justin Weir quarterback. Because watching them play against Kiss My End Zone yesterday, uh, their pass rusher, Marie-Lou Cote-Noel, devoured Josh Vasquez nonstop. Okay, but I don't understand how that relates to the quarterback situation, wait, wait, Justin Weir and Gino DeFazio. So how, on a foot in a football way, how in, 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 a, in a football context, why is Justin Weir, not narrative-based, why, why is he better for this team than Gino DeFazio? Better arm, buys time, 
keeps plays alive. So the athleticism play calling is much better. He uses his players in a so well, like that's surpri- it surprises me because given how long Jim Faisal has been here, and, and I'm, yeah. I'm 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 about ready to agree with you, but given how long he's played, it surprises me that his playbook has not evolved. It hasn't though, but it's like it's like he's not saying he's trying to force a, a circle into a square peg over here, but it's like he doesn't like he recruits well. I think mm-hmm. we give him that. Like you know, there's some good players on that team, but he doesn't use them properly. Yeah. You know, and, and I think where Justin Weir comes in, he this his ability to buy himself time in this type of context of a co-ed league makes his team so much better. And they've all stepped up in the last couple of weeks. And you see it. There's, there's a much more dynamic team with Justin Weir at quarterback than having Gino DeFazio at quarterback. I mean, yes, uh, definitely. I will agree that, that the uh, athleticism gives them another dimension. Um, and I will also concede that the play calling does need to improve. My my only concern was if Justin Weir's playing quarterback, he's not a receiver, but it seems he, he can use that athleticism in another way. Well, he has Ryan Dobbs, right? And he, he killed uh, Kiss My End Zone. And I look at Kiss My End Zone now. I mean, they were they were hot. They had a 3-0 start, right, Eagle, in the first uh, month? Of yeah, the and games. then they've shit the bed three weeks in a row. Yeah, like, they, they lost well, to the Funny Tigers twice, and now Kiss My End Zone. Uh, Yang. This last week was a disaster. It yeah. wasn't good for them. It was not a good game for them yesterday. Ryan Dobbs Garnett's reliable. And then on top of that, Matthew Peacock and Emma Racine. It's a, it's a good receiving core, even without Justin Weir as a receiver. Yeah, and, and, and Emma Racine, she makes players miss. Like, she turns a five-yard hook attack oh, yeah. in your first She's, time. like, as a guy who loves to run, like, you know, like, underneath and rub concepts and drags, she's that kind of receiver. Like, she gets she's the ball in her space, and she's she's dangerous. She's very good. And uh, they couldn't stop her. They had no answer for her yesterday. And I think for Kiss My End Zone, I think you put up six points, six points. But Josh Vasquez and I brought the point up here. He hasn't played in a couple of weeks here, so are we going to say because of rust he had a a bleep of a game, or is it because hey he is starting to realize that he is not the best quarterback in this division? Um, I mean the way I look at it is they lost two games in a row to Fighting Tigers by one point, right? And, and Fighting Tigers, guys. we can we we argue are the best team by far. The Fighting Galenas are the best team. So then when you go out and you get destroyed, I mean, that's what it was, by yin and yang, how how does that make any sense, right? It's I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Maybe it's the cold. Maybe they're also a, a summer team. Um, so I, I'm a little disappointed for sure. Uh, I know that for him to be playing and then be gone for two weeks and then come back, it's not only difficult for him, it's difficult for the receivers to adjust to the new quarterback, to the new play calling, um, and then have to go back to what they're used to. Um, so the team is never at its... And this is... like it, it hurts to have any position missing, but if you're missing your snapper or your quarterback, it severely hampers your yeah, offense. For sure. And, and um, I think with Joshua Vasquez, that's what he's realizing. If you pop in and out, it's going to cause an issue. I just want to see... A semifinal game between Yang and Yang and Kiss My End Zone. That's all I want to see. That's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be like a war with these teams. All right. It is now time for Games of the Week. All right. There's Joe Canoe's face. We get to do this a couple more times. Now, so. who, what's the overall standings now for the uh, win-loss record? You're here? still behind, Mo. I know I'm behind, but I feel like I've done better the last couple weeks. I'm uh, a- you have, but you're definitely catching up, but you're still behind. But I'm, a, I'm above 60%, am I not? Uh, I think you just went over 60%. Recently. I was at 60 last week. Yeah, so right now you were at 62.4. There you go. 
Uh, it's still the lowest. So Alexi is at 63.5. Pizer at 64.8. And climbing two rankings. percentage points. Ig- Smashing. Is at a whopping 71. That's pretty okay. Impressive. So hold on here. Minus Iggy, Iggy magnets. If we go, you know, you know, the games behind. We are teams. smashing. Am I one game behind Eagle? A, a PZ for We're number two. Destroying uh, you. It's plus a you get to be tricky to tell because PZ doesn't pick his own game. I was gonna say you get to, you, plus you get to pick against me every week. Mo, those are easy wins. Those are easy wins. Okay, here we go. Get out of here. So, tier Force one, fleet. we have Consequence, BYOB. I'm going to Consequence. Consequence. Sweat and Beers, KGP. 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 Urgence Medic, Brave Noir. Urgence Medic. Yeah, Medic for me, yeah. And Terror Squad, Brave Vert. Greens. Green. Now, are we doing the replay of that game? Uh, the conclusion of that game? Yes, we are. Okay. Uh, for tier two, half a stars, tough lungs. Half a stars. Yeah, half stars for me, please. Outlaws, LGC. Remember, this is the first game for LGC in like three weeks now. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go outlaws. Outlaws as well. Voodoo Trojans. Voodoo. Yeah, voodoo. Mangoose, EZW. I'm gonna go. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna go mangoose. Spider Man meme. Yeah, mangoose. Um, Call I'm going to go No, EZW uh, I hate ties I'm never going to root for a tie Would it be never. like Kissing your brother? Question mark Because I mean, you're like Twins-ish Unless you're like Mirror Yeah mirror. Uh, Warriors Pepperoni Boys Pepper. Wait Is it kissing your brother If you're clones Or is it masturbation? Oh Find out for us Alright uh, Eagle, can pe- you search that? Yeah yes. uh, <laughs> Pep Boys, please Who do you have? Uh, Warriors Pep Boys, please uh, I have Pep Boys Unknown talent, hot sauce sports. Hot sauce sports by fifty. Unknown talent, brother. Do you think the over under in this game will be fifty? Over under. Oh, we have a really good defense. It won't be. Under. It won't be fifty. It'll be under. under. Yeah, under. It's because you're not going to put any points up. Yeah. Uh, Bruins, Bandidos. Bruins. Uh, Bruins, but I don't like it. And part of my swag, Santar. PMS. Santar. No PMS. Tier three trap stars ball in sixties. Traps. I'm gonna go ball in sixties in this one. You're My just boys. afraid of them. My boys. Lockdown tune squad. Lockdown. Lockdown. Yeah. Honey Martin triple P. That's a good game. Honey Martin, but I don't like it. I like Honey Martin. Uh, Bada Bing zone six. Both uh, the both are terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna go Bada Bing on this one. Replacements goon squad. Uh, replacements. Yeah, replacements. Rainmakers, L and J. Rainmakers. Uh, Lineage one. Bud Knights, Mean Girls. This is a good game. Mean Girls for me. Yeah, I'm going Mean Girls. Uh, Triple S, Lionhearts. Triple S for me. SSS. Le Speak Easy, Goblin Gang. Speak, Speak Easy. easy. And lastly, for co-ed, I think there's only... And oh, there's a few games, actually. Uh, Kiss My End Zone, Semi Crocant. This is a big one, because yeah. this might be a, a for three or four in the, in the playoffs here. Kiss My End Zone. I'm going to go Semi Crocant. And then in a double header, uh, Semi Crocant, La Sect. Double head win for Semi Crocant. Yeah. And last game, a Yin and Yang versus Fighting Tigers. Fighting Tigers. Tigers for me, brother. 
All right. Now, remember, we do have the Week 9 games, which are either the games that were going to be on Labor Day, which we obviously didn't schedule, or some of the reschedules for some of the LGC games, Tough Lung games, etc. So there is an additional week of FPF, albeit a short one. So keep that in mind. I the schedule is not over yet. You still have a chance for teams to win or lose to help you out. I have to work. About that. All right. Uh, quick reminder for teams that wear that are away, bring a second set of jerseys. We've had a few incidents recently where we haven't had that happen, and it's been black on black. Normally, I only watch that online. Okay. Uh, um, and the phone number, please. Text number, please. Uh, yes, the phone number. Yes. Text the number you're supposed to text for to to submit your rosters. Yes. Hold on. It is one eight. Three three five zero oh, seven two three one zero. I mean, like a Visa card. You have entered two four six. Don't eight. say more numbers. It just confuses people. Yeah, it's true. All right, match words, please. Heat From all up. of us here at Weekly Extra Point Live. Heat her up. One point. Uh, good night, Odell Blackham. What What did he do? He's gone the heat. He might be traded. He's not gonna be traded. He's not gonna get traded. He loves them the steamers. He's on the block, boys.